What's up, Bars and Hard Outs, episode 63, the Jeff Saturday episode, Stinny. The Jeff Saturday, huh? I don't even know if I have another one, honestly. that was. I my... have another one. Ooh. The only NBA player I could find to ever wear number 63, he wore it for one year in 2016 for your Boston Celtics. No oh. idea if this guy was on the team the whole season. It was just a summer league deal. I don't know. But he was listening. Do I know who this guy is? I've never heard of the dude until I saw him. Is it ya- it's not Yabusele, is it? Nope, it's not him. Oh, that's what I thought of right away. First name starts with a C. A C. Yeah. No, I have no idea. Brian Scalabrini was the other guy that came to mind. This, this is a like completely, completely random dude. A little shame, though. It's your Celtics, man. You don't even know his name. Cody Clark. I have no idea who that even Yeah. C O T Y. I would have. Cody Clark? Cody Clark, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I had to look it up to like fact check it to make sure that was a real dude and that he was, in fact, number 63 for the Celtics. But, hey, the more you know, I guess. Parties and Hardos, though, we appreciate y'all supporting our our mock draft that we did last week. It's always fun to do that and get a bunch of guests on here. So if you like this episode, episode 63, go ahead, drop a like, comment on it, subscribe to us if you still haven't somehow. But we got a good one for you today. We're going to talk about Oh, I forgot crazy. somebody, too. I'm sorry. For okay. Three. My boy, Brad. Brad Marchand of the Boston Celtic or of the Boston Bruins, where it's number 63. Oh, so cool. you're, like, you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, Brad Marchand. Our, uh, our, hockey, our hockey folks out there would be disappointed if I didn't bring up his name. So, great number 63 for the Bruins. All right. Let's, uh, let's head to Jack, in, and then we'll get started. Let's do it. With the, with the Cody Clark episode. Ugh. <laughs> Hardies and Hardos, hopefully there's a graphic over that because I dumped my entire water down my shirt during that song. So shout there out. usually is, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let y'all see that. I'm gonna give a little five second break on our <laughs> graphics just so y'all can see that. Rat, rat behavior over here today. Uh, hey, I have to give you back after last week. What are you talking you, about? Last you week were on, you were on you last week. I was the nicest class. show host of all time last week. I'm so glad we have no trivia plan for this week because because you don't want to lose or what no because you probably interrupt me again while i'm mid-take you're just gonna play the trivia music hey, it, was That's how that it was just random i'm sorry i'm sorry you got screwed by the random the randomizer but that's what happens whatever we're gonna start 63 though with some little fancy baseball talk actually it's been two three weeks since we last talked we're gonna talk now to buy or sell uh i don't spinny we didn't run these lists across each other, right? So this is going to nope. be a surprise for both of us. We'll just give our opinion off the top of our head. We're obviously basing this off of regular leagues, okay? Yep. Uh, I know Spinny and I play mainly our keeper league that we have for baseball. 
we're doing it with the lens of a regular points-based ESPN league. So keep that in mind as we are giving our opinions on these dudes. So, Spinny, give me one. Christian Yelich. Christian Yelich. Okay, well, this dude is on my team right now. Okay. Man, he's such a tweener to me. I don't know if I would necessarily buy him if I didn't have him or if I would sell him. Personally, I'm keeping him. On if you have him, you keep on. So on neither. Team. I don't. Neither. Like neither. He's, he's, a, he's a perfect tweener to me. With the neither. The, the the rare neither here, because I don't know. Like, would you if if you didn't have him on your team, would you go want to get him? Like, unless it's no, a really I don't high low option. You gotta find somebody that wants him. And I I'm more on the sell train with him. But again, I'm not selling low either. So I get what you're saying with neither. I was gonna say sell. Because I figure, given the name, there will be someone in your league that's interested in him. Right. But, Good point. And especially, like, you've got a little bit of the stats to back it up at this point. Um, two and a half points a game, 176 points total. Um, you know, he's hitting 270, 10 home runs, 32 RBIs, a lot of runs, uh, 16 stolen bases, which he's probably going to get close to 30 stolen bases, which is always good for fantasy as well. So lots of upside this year from him. But I think you could find someone in your league that's going to pay high for him. Yeah. Just off his Christian Yelich name. If someone's yep. willing to pay high, you definitely sell him. But otherwise, he's just that tweener. I don't know. I feel that way a lot about outfielders, though. I just feel like outfielders. So many. Deepest, there's deepest position, right? There's three starting outfielders at the minimum. Most people have a fourth rotating in every other day on every team. Wow, there's only 30. First basements, 32nd basements, and so on. So outfield is definitely the deepest. Let's go. I'm gonna I'm gonna choose another guy on my team. And I'm not gonna take your advice, whatever you tell me to do, because I'm most likely gonna keep this man. But Manny Machado. Manny Machado, huh? Would you buy or sell Manny Machado? He is a little snapshot for you, only 1.9 points per game, 111 on the season. He did meet, miss two, three weeks with an injury, um, but still, 1.9 points per game. You don't like seeing that for Manny Machado. Buy. I feel like you got to buy Manny Machado right now because yes. he's going to be on the low end. Um, I just don't think trading with good fantasy guys, you're going to be able to sell 1.9 um, per game. You know, I don't think you're going to be selling 245, eight home runs, 30 RBIs, you know, that type of thing. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of the same thing as Yelich. So I can see the other side of the coin, right? Machado's got a big name, been going off in fantasy for multiple years. Um, so I get that. And he's also got the lineup like that. You know, he's going to be pitched at and getting good opportunities with guys on base, you would think so. But yeah, I'm, I'm more on the buy right now, just given the, the argument that your trading partners are going to try to spin with you on him. Yeah, I agree. Buy low on Manny Machado. Someone might be willing to part with him just because of uh, his preseason struggle. You'd imagine he'd turn it around. He has a track record of doing so. Pablo Lopez. Pablo Lopez. Hmm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say you got to sell right now. He's been hmm. trending in the wrong direction this last month. It might already even be too late. Overall, I'd still say he's probably an SP three, right? Do you have the numbers on? He is, on you. Too. he is he is he is a, pitcher 20 right now okay so he's an sp2 as of right now 
that's been trending backwards. He used to be an SP1 in the beginning of the season. Uh, I know his ERA is uh, ballooned up to over four. So he might start being in that SP3, SP4 range, which as of right now, you still might be able to get some good value for him. So I would sell him right now. I agree. I mean, you're still rocking a guy with 230 points. He's got a whip of 1.15. That's pretty good um, for MLB wise. So I think, again, it's just trending in the wrong direction. We've seen him in the last few starts. Um, not too bad, but he only has one 20 pointer over start in his last six. So, yeah, you know, it's just, it's just not where you're looking for him. And we've known for previous seasons, inconsistency is Pablo Lopez's deal. Like that's what we're last year, exactly what happened last year. So I think if you can trade him now at a high level, you might be able to get him. That being said, I'm trying to trade for him right now in our fantasy league. So, you know, maybe I'm on the wrong, <laughs> but who knows? All right. Well, since you threw out Lopez, I'll throw out another Twins guy, Joe Ryan. SP 14 right now, 17.6 points per game, 247 on the season. 3.3 ERA, 7 and 4 win loss. I believe in Joe Ryan. I would buy Joe Ryan. I would overpay a little for Joe Ryan at this point. I think he's kind of just coming into his own. We knew that this could be the year he makes the jump. His whip's under one. His ERA is under three and a half. Like, you know, I, I just, I see him going up more than Lopez. I think, I think Ryan, yeah. might, I think Ryan might end up being our guy. Obviously, Sonny Gray has been performing exceedingly well, but he doesn't have the top end potential, the stuff, the, the potential still that Ryan has. So I'm going to say buy on Ryan, even though, and again, I think because of his non-history and your ability to say, hey, he's done this for half a season and that's it, you might be able to do a little bit and, and get somewhere. Yeah, I'm buying, I'm buying Joe Ryan too. He's, I think his highest points in the last six games is only like 17. So he's kind of struggling, which means you might be able to buy him at a lower price than what you should be. But in my eyes, this guy that's a lock probably at SP2 this season. I think he'll finish as an SP2. So I, you know, I'm buying Joe Ryan. I'm probably selling Sonny Gray and Pablo Lopez, though, as the other Twins pitchers. I, I, that's that's fair. I, I think I used this guy possibly on the last buyer sell, but it's got even more interesting as the season has went on, and that is Bryce Harper. Oh man. Yeah, I'm going to have to take a peep at his stat line here. Bryce Harper. This one's interesting to me. So he's got solid numbers. I mean, he's batting 300, but fantasy-wise, he's only 2.3 points per game, which kind of worries me a little bit. You want a guy like Bryce Harper. He should be about three points per game. Um, it's so tough because he's also only one position – eligible so far i i don't i haven't been following the phillies too much but i would imagine he hasn't played a single game in the he's outfield, not outfield of that. eligible at all only the yeah eligible. and i'm sure i'm i think it's only about 15 to 20 games you have to play now to get the eligibility uh, i know they lowered it coming into this season but he's just coming off didn't he have tommy john so like yeah. he's not gonna play in the field he can't throw a ball he's like that right now in the field for a while man this this is a this is tough i'm gonna say sell because, Ooh. yes, he might you might not be able to get as much as you would think, given he's only at 2.3 right now. But he has the name. This is a, MVP, a former MVP. Still bat 300. 
So you would imagine the power numbers are going to pick back up. And I would just sell them just based off that one, the one position. I know most, most leagues only have the one utility. He's a lock at the utility spot. You can't play anybody else then. He's your utility for the rest of the year. So I just don't like that. I like guys with at least two position eligibility. I want to buy. That's here. just my preference. No, I like that. I like the arguments and I definitely agree about the utility position. I like to be able to interchange guys so that if you do have one guy on your bench, um, in most leagues, personally, I'm keeping all pitchers um, as my bench. And then if you got to have a batter as your bench, right, then you are, have the ability to get him in on multiple days if you have multiple guys that can be DH or, or other positions. So, but Harper, the reason I say buy is because I think teams are getting pissed off with him right now. I think this is about the time when fantasy owners are starting to give up and starting to be like, it's never going to turn, it's never going to turn, it's That's never going to turn. And even though, like you said, he's still hitting 300, got 27 runs scored, um, I think I think the turnaround is still possible. And if you get a team manager not believing in it and you can buy him on the low, it's definitely worth the value. Yeah, that's a fair point. I agree with those statements. I'm gonna I'm gonna take someone off your team, Spinny here. Cody Bellinger, buy or sell. So I'm gonna do exactly the I actually believe the exact opposite of whatever I'm about to say because I can't give can't give my boys and bus any intuition into what I'm gonna do. But I man, this is tough. So does that I, mean you're going to sell him? I am going to sell him. I am going to okay. sell him. I think I think especially given the outfield position, and if you were in a situation like mine where you have Quan and Castellanos and Bellinger and Rosarena, and you can play, and Kyle Tucker, I have five outfielders and I can play four of them. So I think given a situation, especially when you're outfielder heavy, try to trade him and one of your other interior position guys to upgrade at a position whether it's a pitcher whether it's an infielder whatever you want to do i think that that's the that's the move with ballinger and any of these mid to high tier outfielders trade them trade them especially if you got another guy that's like close in the same range um as good try to package them with one of your infielders or a pitcher to upgrade at that position and if you have to downgrade a little bit at outfielder that's fine Especially when, the, as the fantasy playoffs start to come around, you could always find random outfielders to spot start. They're so points. streamable. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm selling Bellinger too. This track record last couple of years has obviously not been good. So, I'm I'm just kind of assuming, which you usually don't say this about former MVPs, but I'm kind of just assuming he's about to fall off a little bit here. Yeah. And I don't trust the Cubs either, so Agreed. that doesn't help. All right, Tyler Wells. Tyler Wells, Orioles pitcher. Man, I might I might just be selling just strictly off of that. I know they've been playing really well, but I did not come into the season trusting really any of their pitchers. So uh, you might be able to – ah, God. Can you really sell high, though? Because, like, this is a guy that most people might not even know his name. And still only owned in 75% of ESPN leagues. Which, right. For a guy that scored 250 points who has a whip under .9. Um, 0.86 whip for Tyler Wells, 3.2 ERA, 250 points. Like, I don't know. This is a stat sell to me. So this is one where you go into the trade and you're like, look at the stats. Look at what this man's putting up. Here it is. Especially if you have, 
especially if you're unlike most people and you have a couple extra pitchers, you're a little pitcher deeper. This is definitely a situation where you sell um, Tyler Wells. Again, all this buy and sell stuff should be based on your team personnel more than anything else. Right. Yeah. Try to get as balanced as possible. Personally, I go a little pitcher heavy. Um, the leagues I'm in tend to um, drift that way points wise. So um, that's, that's how I feel about that. But yeah, Tyler Wells kind of an interesting one, given he's an SP two potential has been an SP one averaging over 18 points to, uh, or almost 18 points per start. Not a guy you'd normally ever trade, but right, yeah, he's kind of the t- the, the weird t- tweener. I mean, if you're able to sell high on him just because of the stats, like you said, absolutely do it. If you don't have him, you might be able to buy low just strictly off the name and the Orioles aspect. Like, oh, do you really think this guy's gonna keep it up all season? You might be able to get him for a lot less than what he's worth. So he's one of those weird tweeners. Hmm, which route should I go here? All right, I think I have – this guy needs to be in the conversation. Nathan Evaldi. SP3 right now. Keep. You can't – he's too He's too valuable given he's, what, SP3 or 4, you said? He's a top five pitcher. Third overall, um, yes. You're not going to be able to buy him for – you're going to overpay for him. You're going to have to overpay for him. And selling him, like, you can't sell a top five pitcher. I'm sorry. I know like, – so you, if you had him on your team, you'd have faith that he's going to at least not I necessarily would. top five pitcher, but he's giving he's me an SP one. I have faith in SP one from him. Really, and okay. I don't think you can yeah. trade an SP one. I, I shit talked the Rangers the whole preseason. I didn't think they could actually do it, but Avaldi and Seager, those two boys are balling for sure. He and gets everyone else hella run support too. Their team's been good, yeah, and hella yeah. run support. So it's like. I don't know. Of all these, a keeper for me. You, you got to just ride it out. Yeah, I agree. Ride it out with Valdi. I definitely would do that. All right, last one. Am I too late on my boy, Matt Chapman? Matt Chapman. Huh, spinning after you're too late, my guy. This is uh, a guy with a, a terrible track record these last couple of years, at least fantasy-wise. Uh, he strikes out a shit ton, which you absolutely hate for points-based leagues given it's minus one every time he strikes out. I, I think he's down more towards that that two flat range now in points per game. Uh, your your sell high moment was probably three weeks ago when he was ah. still averaging damn near four points a game. So yeah, uh, this is a guy that for you, Spinny, I know you hate to hear it. He might reach drop territory at some point. I know. So I think you missed your window, but what are you going to do? You got – in the beginning of the season, you also don't want to move too quickly because what if this is he, a turnaround season? He is on a new team, finally gets back to that, what, four or five years ago, Matt Chapman, when he was actually really good and really fancy relevant. Um, so, yeah, I don't blame you for holding on to him, but, yeah, you lost your window. Shoot. All right, my last guy then for you. This one is going to be maybe the toughest one that we've had so far. I know we've had all this outfield talk about how deep they are and whatever, but this dude has been something different this year, and that is Corbin Carroll for the Dimebacks. Buy, sell. I don't get Corbin Carroll on your team. You want him? Get. You want him on your team? Overpay for him. That's where I'm at. Overpay for his ass at this point. Like 
240 fantasy points from an outfielder. 240. We're talking a man hitting 300, 16 dings, and 40 RBIs. Not to mention, he's got almost 20 stolen bases. Man's going to have 30 to 40 stolen bases, 30 to 40 home runs, 100 RBIs, and somewhere near 90 runs scored. It's just unbelievable. And the Diamondbacks are probably uh, a year ahead of where we thought they'd be. So just so, everything for Corbin Carroll. Minus, minus uh, Showy, obviously. Fans, we will basically never include Showy in the rankings because he's clearly obviously number one on both. So we get He it. should be the number one fantasy player in any draft. And if he's not, whoever has You're the number an idiot. one, an idiot. Yeah. Yep. One, two, three, four. Corm Carroll is the fourth overall batter. Ronald Acuna, Freddie Freeman, and Marcus Simeon are the only three batters with more points than Corbin Carroll right now. Marcus Simeon again? God. He's back at it. He's back at the it, man. The bust master. The bust master in fantasy. And then the wow, last when, two years. you have him, you mean? Well, yeah. He's just the bust yeah. master for three years. And then the last two years, just unbelievable. I finally give up on him, and he's just best shortstop in the league. It's like, what? 60 runs scored. I would imagine that's probably first in the league for Marcus Semyon. 60 runs. So that I'm guessing. That's just, I just still can't get over this Corbin Carroll thing. He, he's, I picked him on this pod for ROI. I, you might have even too, but I obviously did not see this happening. This is unreal. This dude might literally oh. get a 30 30 season while batting 300 and being top five, top 10 in the MLB and run scored too. So. It's unbelievable. It's real. It's unreal. If you could somehow get Corbin Carroll on your team, do it. All I got to say is today I offered Soto straight up for Corbin Carroll, and I got an F no response. So really? That's all, that's all you need to know about Corbin Carroll's value right now. You this offered... is a keeper league, by the way. Man, that's wild. I might have taken right. that. Context, though. For all you guys, Corbin Carroll in our league was drafted in the 13th round, meaning he's a 13th round keeper. That's unreal value for him. Juan Soto, on the other hand, second round keeper. So that's why he said up now. All right. All right. There it is. MLB buy or sell. Check buy or sell. Out. Drop comments. Let us know. If you yeah. have, if you guys are confused on guys, you can always drop comments and ask us for fancy advice. We'll yeah, always, talk we'll always reply. And yeah. We'll talk like, to you. Comment, about subscribe it. as well um, to the show. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Pods. Make sure we're uh if you like what we're doing, help us out. Get us some numbies. We love you all for that. Uh, yeah, also, I don't. I don't know if we've ever. Leagues, don't listen to this pod because now you know all my trade strategies, and I hate you. So, Fox. an X, an X for all the fantasy people that know me. Other than that, check it out, boys and girls and people. And one thing I don't know if we've ever said, but if y'all are audio listeners, please give us that five star on Spotify and our podcast. Big That's that we would love. That'd help us get more views. So now we're going to talk NBA offseason stuff. We got a little NBA offseason domino segment. There's tons of stuff we're going to do here. So let's just start it off with our most likely on a new team next season draft. We're just going to draft three guys each. Spinny, I'll give you the number one pick. It was hard for me. I feel like the top two picks here are pretty obvious. Um, I feel like one of my top picks would have been Bradley Beal. But. Well, yeah, but I feel like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the trade guy instead of the free agent guy, which is probably dumb. No, I'm not. Fred VanVleet. Fred VanVleet is the number one pick um, in this most likely to be on a new team draft. 
I just feel like Toronto's not bringing him back. It's not the direction they're going. They don't want to overpay for him. Again, we're talking about a volume shooter, um, volume scorer, not tons of value in the league currently with how many of them you can get. And some team's going to give him a lot of money and the Raptors aren't willing. Yeah, totally agree. He would have been my first pick if you took this guy. It's been heating up rumors last couple of days, especially today. And that's Kristaps Porzingis. After trading Bradley Beal, it's a lock that they're getting rid of him as two. I don't know why the hell you would keep him if you're tanking and the Wizards are obviously tanking. Also, by the way, before we move on, why the hell did the Wizards not do this last year? They could have, you I'm know, so this is going into the 23 draft. This draft is like loaded and talented. You could have a shot at Victor. But now nah, we're just going to run it back and be an NBA person. Also, why do we pay Beal in the first damn place instead of just wow. trading him when we were going to trade oh. him a year later? Obviously. Jeez. Jeez. Idiots. All right, your second pick. This, this got tough here a little. I kind of wanted to keep with my free agency route, but I there's too many options, so... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reveal one of my later storylines, and that is I think pick two or three will be traded in the draft tonight. I think pick th- – or tomorrow night, sorry. It is Wednesday. And I think pick three is the most likely option. I think the Blazers are really in to win with Dame. It looks like they don't want to trade Dame. If they don't want to trade Dame, it makes more sense to trade pick three, especially with the news from today about Charlotte selecting Brandon Miller more over Scoot at pick two. That means we've got Scoot Henderson available and teams are going to want him. There's a ton of teams that already want him. And so, given all that, I am going to take Anthony Simons as my second most likely to be on the like team to start next season because I think Simons will be included as like a salary match um, for any of these type of trades. And especially if they're getting another guard. Um, you you got too many to play with Lillard and Sharp, so so I think I think uh, Anthony Simon's gonna be my second pick. I hate you. <laughs> I wanted to use him. Ah, uh, man, I don't know how confident I am that this guy is a hundred percent on a new team next year. But I'm gonna stick. I think I'm gonna stick with. Nope, never mind. Scratch that. I wasn't going to go Raptors route. After you're going to go Gary? You're going to go with Gary? No, I wasn't going to go Gary because he just opted into his player option, actually. Oh. I was going to go Siakam or Ananubi. Yeah. But I'm not doing that because they screwed me over in that midseason <laughs> prediction I had. I can't do any Raptors. I have no faith in it at all. So not doing that. Kyle Kuzma just declined Ooh. his player option. He's going to be a free agent. I would, Damn. you know, why the hell is the tanking team going to re-sign Kyle Kuzma to even a more expensive deal? Kyle Kuzma, he could uh, give some playoff teams here a much-needed offensive boost. So I could see Kyle Kuzma being on a new team. I'd be shocked, actually, if he wasn't. So Kyle Kuzma's Gosh, my second That was pick. my pick, brother. <sighs> Two Wizards in a row for me. This one's tough. All right, your last so pick. A ton of options. I feel like I'm missing a free agent option that I'm forgetting, but I feel like I'm missing one too. Um, man, do I want to go risky with this one? Do go I, risky. I'll, I'll go, go risky. risky then too. I'll do risky right. from the last one too. I'm gonna say Zion then. I think. Uh, I think oh, the relationship, yeah. even though they've, it's been back and forth a million times, we're going to trade him, we're not going to trade him, we're going to trade him, we're not going to trade him. Nobody right. knows what's going on. 
But people do know the relationship between the Pelicans organization and Zion Williamson is shitty. It's not good. Like, when you don't talk to your star for months and months and months and months, like, your GM and your head coach and your superstar should talk all the time, regularly talk. Maybe right. not during the offseason necessarily, but, like, if you're injuring injury rehab during the season, you should be talking to your coach and GM all the time. What yes. are we talking about? Going months without knowing what's going on and just, like, you, you get the vibes from Zion and the Pelicans. It's just not a tight-knit, close relationship. And on top of that, there's the strains of injuries and is this guy going to play? What's going on? Is he going to be in shape? Like, I just think you there's a GM out there who can establish enough of a relationship with Zion and get on that level where he's more committed to the organization and he believes they believe in him and he believes in them. And I think that's something that he needs to find for his success and the Pelicans need to find because unless something changes, he's never going to be as successful as he could be with them. So given all that, I think Zion is um, up for discussion. And again, the Pelicans have been linked to wanting Scoot Henderson. If Scoot Henderson is available at three, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if that's something the Blazers are interested in. Then I could have two, two of my three guys in one trade. Could clean it up. Clean it up in one trade. I like the Zion one. That was uh... – when we when we give our draft takes here in a little bit, I was gonna my very first one was gonna be Zion is traded on draft night, so that was one of my predictions as well. For what I don't know, I got five teams that could be in the mix. Obviously, Hornets and Blazers, we know with pick two and three, but just uh, teams that also have enough assets in terms of players and guys that can match salary wise. Uh, Knicks, Rockets, Hawks would also be in the mix, I believe. So. Look out for those five teams in terms of the Zion deal. My last guy I'm going to draft here, most likely on a new team. Another very risky one. Not sure how much faith I really have in this happening, but that is our man's Carl Anthony Town on a new team next year. Uh, man, I'm thinking Knicks, Hawks, another team that could be in the mix if they went actually got Harden, which is now reported not to happen, which be the Rockets. I think they would uh, – Cat would be in the mix uh, for them to get another star alongside Harden. So I'm going to take Cat with the last pick. Cat, I don't know, how, how do you think about that? I mean, it did come out a couple of days ago that we're keeping the squad together for one more right. year. But it's it's the Wolves, and you never know. And hopefully this name, this guy's name is escaping me right now, our, our director of basketball operations, former Nuggets GM. Uh, Tim Connolly? Tim Connolly. He built that Nuggets roster, essentially. Drafted every single person, traded for Gordon, was essentially responsible for that whole thing. So he can do it. He's able to do it. I don't know if he made the trade for Gordon. Let me fact check before I say that. I think he did, but he might have left before that happened. But either way, drafted Jokic and Murray and Porter. So the main construction of that roster was done by Tim Connolly. So I think he can do it. And I think that if the right cat trade is out there, he might take it, especially again. The scoots available at three. That's a very enticing situation. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's definitely a tough situation. I could just envision them doing it just this basically off the um, new CBA, because coming into next year, next summer, 
We're going to be hurting, man. I mean, we have Cat on this mega deal. We got Rudy on this mega deal. We got to extend Ant after this season. We have to extend Jaden McDaniels after this season. I mean, the list goes on and on. We're trying to extend Nas this year. Like, there's tons of tons of things we need to do. I could picture them trying to dump Cat's salary to help do some of that stuff. Because, I mean, if we don't extend Jaden McDaniels, I'm going to be pretty mad. Not going to lie. Agreed. Pretty damn mad, I should say. Agreed. All right, there's our draft. I Porzingis, Kyle Kuzma, and Cat, Spinnyhead, Fred Van Fleet, Anthony Simons, and Zion Williamson. So a little, little more riskier picks for us with our third pick, but I like it. Now we're gonna give some takes, some predictions for the NBA offseason. I'm gonna start with another one of my draft night takes since this is coming up tomorrow, and that's the Orlando Magic pull off a win now trade with either pick six, pick 11, or both of them. And under this realm falls the potential of them trading pick six, 11, Jalen Suggs, or whatever else it would take to move up to pick two or three and draft Scoot Henderson. Mm. I've seen rumors about that. Not like concrete rumors. Sorry, the dogs are barking. But oh, I don't know. I Because I feel like Scoot, like that's the type of player they need on their team. So I feel like even – those rookie that would help them win now. Scoot and Paolo, you like that? You like that match? You and like France. that? And bronze, you like that? And I don't love Scoot and Paolo and how they work together. Like I just, I just, I just worry about too much, too much downhill ball handling and not enough shooting. So I'm just a little curious about that, how that's gonna go. Um, but I like it. I like the bold prediction. My first thing is actually a question for you, and that is, is there any chance at all that Wemby doesn't go number one? No. No? 100% lock? 100% lock. There's just no way. I mean, they'd be idiots. Yeah, I agree. Um, Second thing is pick two or three will get traded. Somebody will trade up to get it. Again, I think Pelicans low-key here. A Zion for pick two swap? Definitely could be a possibility. Zion and LaMelo? I feel like that's a nice little fun alley-oops for days team. And it might was, be... Yeah, they're on my list. Might be a splash. Um, that I just feel like two or three is going to get traded. Especially if whoever you like, Miller or Scoot, once the other one gets drafted at two... The teams that like the person left available will be swarming for pick three. So I feel like there's a chance that the Blazers are waiting until pick two gets taken and all the teams become desperate to get the guy that they want, especially if Brandon Miller's the guy. I mean, that's, that's how they have to do it. Yeah. Right. You wait, you wait till that picks in and then you're going to get some crazy offers on the table. That's for damn sure. I like that take. Essentially, what I had was Zion getting traded on draft night. Um, another draft, actually, my last draft specific prediction here is that the Mavs trade pick 10 for either John Collins, OG Ananubi, or DeAndre Ayton. Hmm. They're obviously in a win now situation. They have Luke on their team. They're trying to win. They weren't trying to tank last year until obviously the whole last game of the season situation, but. I, I would be shocked if they kept that pick and drafted it. So I think they're trying to do a win now move. All three of those guys are rumored. 
to be on the move this summer. Um, obviously, the Suns could keep Aiton and run it with all that, but I, I don't know how you can pay four dudes on max deals. So I, I could see him in this mix. But Collins and OG, for sure, are going to be discussed for pick 10 in some sort of package. I'm not saying straight up, obviously, but that'd be my last world draft take. First of all, I think I'm going to counter you. I think Orlando stays put and drafts both guys at six and really. See, I'm going to do why, why, why would they need more young guys? Their whole team is young because it's the magic. We, we think they're going to make smart, intelligent decisions with their front office. They can draft, but I've yet to see anything else from them other than the ability to draft good players. That's it. I haven't seen the ability to like flip anything to try to build a winning roster. I just, I'm just not sure, and I just feel like they're going to keep with the same strat they've been, they've been rolling with. Also, pick eleven was that from the Vooch trade? Did they get pick eleven for Nikola Vucevic? Yeah, that <laughs> was the Vooch trade. That's unbelievable by the Bulls for that. Future first, man. Mm-hmm. That's that's the stuff that happens. Why also no one is excited about this Rudy Colbert deal. Quick breaking news. Uh, oh God! What is NHL it? Hall of Famers announced today? Three okay. of them: Tom Brasario, Mike Vernon, and the only guy that I watched on this list: the great Hendrik Lundqvist. Goaltender inducted into the Good for him. game today. Do they, oh. do they have a a year limit? Yeah, like, I do not know. I don't know if that's the best way to put it. Like, because Henrik hasn't been retired that long, has he? Not that long. Yeah, so maybe. I mean, literally, like, it had to be within the last two, three years, right? Or am I, I tripping? Know. I I'm clearly not. know nothing about sure. hockey, so. This has been established on this podcast. <laughs> Players and on-ice officials must not have participated in professional international game for a minimum of three years. So it's a three-year waiting period for the NHL. I like that, actually. Not bad. Not bad. All right. You got anything else for me for the NBA offseason? Yeah, I have some uh, just more general offseason takes that I want to throw by you. Those are all my draft-specific ones. I'm going to start really light here because this has obviously been the rumor for weeks now. But to me, it's still crazy that an undrafted player might get this much money. That is Austin Reeves. He's going to, in fact, get his quote-unquote max, which is four years, 92 mil, I think. At least 90 mil. Someone's going to give them that money. I really do think so, forcing the Lakers to match it. So I do think someone's paying them that money, and second part of it, Lakers are going to match it and keep them. Especially given there's been a couple players in the last year's Jalen Brunson types that have proved that that deal has been worth it for them. So I think a lot of teams think that Austin Reeves can make that jump. Yeah, I I don't think that's too crazy, honestly. I really don't. I think it's definitely – I mean, I think it's the highest likelihood of happening. Uh, yeah, that's why I said I'm going to start a little light. <laughs> and I think the odds are they let Rui go over Reeves. They're trying to keep Reeves over Rui, I feel like. Yes, facts. Totally, um, totally agree. My first one's a little light, too, because we've been hearing about it for, it seems like, my entire life. It seems like I was three years old learning to walk, and this guy was being out put on the trade block. 
And that's John Collins. I think John Collins finally gets traded. I don't know how many yeah. times I've said this on that. Po- I said that on this. Pod. I've said it a zillion at, times. At too. least four or five times I've said this on this pod. Yeah. But it's absolutely unbelievable that he is still on that team. My big prediction, though, other than him, is one of the Hawks gets traded: Trey Young, Dejounte Murray, or John Collins. I have, I have that as well. One I of those like three has got to get traded this year. You cannot go back with those same three guys into the next season. It's just unbelievable if you do that. No. You, they would be idiots. Absolutely idiots. That's why I kind of floated around the maps, pick 10 for Collins type two. I totally agree. One of those three is getting traded. I would, like, I'm not even going to be surprised if it's Trey Young or DeJounte because, like, no. I don't necessarily know if that, that two, that duo works, you know, that guard duo. Obviously – I don't know. I don't know. All right. Starting to get a little riskier. The Bulls, I, I'm not going to have a team here, but the Bulls are trading Zach Levine. Yeah, I think that's going to happen. I do. I know I said Lake, it last summer, but I think Lake, this is the time. Yeah, Lake Show's got to be in play there, obviously. Um, the Heat? Portland. The Heat. Portland. I like um, that. Miami, for sure. That's exactly what they need. Just a guy who can put the ball in the hoop. Right. You know, his defensive liabilities so, don't matter as much there. Um, Man, maybe the Knicks? You yeah. trade RJ because he hasn't made that jump? Yeah. Dallas signing trade for Kyrie? That's something that came to mind. Kyrie for Levine, you mean? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that might have to be a three-team deal, though, because I don't know. I don't think the Bulls. I don't think the Bulls want Kyrie in any form. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting ones. Philly, if if uh, if they don't resign Harden, I think they're going to be looking for somebody else. Put Maxi in more of the point guard role, and then Levine's the two. Again, that's two guards who can't play defense, but. All right, you have another one for me? Yeah. This is kind of bold. Yeah, I was going to say, the face you're given is given not to be a risky one here. What has happened. But I think the Celtics stand pat. They, wow. they keep – okay, I shouldn't say stand pat. I think they figure out a way to get this Kristaps trade done using Peyton Pritchard and picks instead of Brogdon. And I think they keep – I'm saying I think they keep the Brogdon-Smart-White duo for next season. I think all three of those guys are on trio, the roster. But I think all three of those guys are on the roster to start next season. I don't – okay, I could see that, those three, but – to add Porzingis, I, I just don't think that's possible. You don't think it's possible? You don't think you have to have you have to have salary fillers. Pritchard ain't getting paid shit. True. You do have to have salary fillers. Is it Al? I don't know Al's salary. No, he, I mean Al can make it work, but and also I mean, there's, <laughs> there's these three team trades Al. and talks where we send one of those guards to a team like the Clippers. But it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, because that was the rumor, right? Yeah. That started today. Brogdon to the to the clips, Morris and Picks to Washington, Washington. and uh Porzingis to the season. Hmm. 
Yeah, we'll see if that can get done. Pritchard okay. instead of Bogdan. That's my prediction. They're gonna take it. That'd be unreal. I they want the young. They want a young guard that they think maybe can be something. Oh man, my boy can score twenty a game Stop. in the league. Yeah, yeah. Want it, Tyler no. Hero? Peyton Pritchard no. can be Tyler Hero. No, he can't. Yeah, he can. Yeah, no, he, can. he can't. Stop. Can't play D. Can't play D. Can't guard a nosebleed, but he can score like Tyler Hero in in oh, that man. role. You're unreal. There's just no way. There's just no way. Please, Hardy's a Harlow's Roses, man. They, okay, they I got another. I got a bold 20. prediction. Then I went oh, already God. went too bold, but all right, let's hear it then. Peyton Pritchard will score fifteen points a game next season if he's traded to a team where he gets starting minutes. That's my prediction. Fifteen a game. We're gonna see Peyton Pritchard in a Wizards jersey scoring fifteen a game next year. All I know is if this man was drafted by any other team than the Celtics, not true. Be, not you probably true. wouldn't even know his damn name. False. I don't know, man. This That's... man can shoot from half court. I know his name. Come on. All right, we'll see. Harris Hardos, please comment your thoughts on Spinney's love for Peyton Pritchard and these last two takes he's given us because I don't know what to think about him honestly. Okay. Hmm. Which one? So I already kind of said this cat one. I'll skip that. Let's go Thunder. Thunder are going to target a big man, and they're going to either land Miles Turner or Nikola Vucevic. Hmm. Vucevic would be free agency. Uh, he's free unrestricted free agent. Miles Turner, two years left on his deal. Uh, maybe that would be obviously through trade. I feel like they need a big man the most. The only reason I – I'm a, I'm a little skeptical of that is just there. I think they're going to want to get Chet playing time this year. And, uh, you don't think he can play the four? Mm, no. I think Chet's got to play the five in the NBA, right? You think he's going to play the four? No, he's just so damn skinny. I know. Yeah. Can he really guard? Like, especially when teams go small ball, is he going to be able to guard more of a three that's playing the four? No. 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 So. Like yeah, five. But the Thunder definitely need a big, and if they're trying to win a little bit this year, it makes sense, especially more that, that was a order deal like, yeah. like uh, Vooch has got. Uh, uh, I was thinking two or three-year deal for Vooch. And then and Miles Turner's is actually front-loaded, believe it or not. He's making 20 mil this year, not by much, but 20 mil this year and only 19 mil next year. That's not so. bad. Also, Chet Holmgren, rookie of the year next year. I guess he technically mm. is eligible. Mm. Right. Chet, Are you going on record right now? Is this a take? No. Okay. Chet will finish higher in the rookie of the year voting than Scoot or Brandon Miller. That I am saying. That is your take. That's my take. Wow. I think Victor obviously is going to win, but I think Chet Holmgren is definitely at least in the final three the the final the final three for the rookie of the year that you get at the end of the year, Chad Holmgren is one of those three guys. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, I can't really argue it because he's technically eligible. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see. I mean, obviously we haven't seen him literally play one single second of NBA basketball. So yeah, blocks, I mean, t- blocks LeBron and then see ya. Second overall pick. So I mean, that that potential was obviously there only a year ago. 
Like people yeah. forget who this dude is, apparently. All right. This is a very, very general one. But I think these, how many teams that are right down? Six teams are the teams to watch to make a major move, whether it's sign one of the biggest free agent names, Vucevic, Fred Van Vliet. There's not a ton this year, not a ton. Or they're going to make a splash trade, a lot of which we've already discussed these teams involved. Raptors are going to be one. I think they're going to move Siakam at some point. For sure, Ananubi. I would be totally shocked if OG is a Raptor starting next season. The Hawks, as we have already discussed. The Blazers, as we've already discussed. Knicks, we've pretty much discussed them. The Mavs, we've pretty much discussed them. The sixth one would be, I don't think we've said a word about them, the Warriors. Ooh. I this I think the Warriors is probably the riskiest out of those six teams. Uh, but I'm just – I don't know. They're clearly trying to win, right? I don't think you can really – you shouldn't be trying to ruin Steph's window. He's still playing at an MVP level right now. Go get this man another help. Like, you're trading – you maybe have to let Draymond walk to even do something like this too. But you're trading Kaminga and Poole, you know, for one of these dudes that's available. I thought that too, but – it sounds like Dunleavy's really committed to Jordan Poole. Committed. I know. Yeah. And that's so, why I think it's risky, but Yeah. But I think they should trade Jordan Poole too. I just you, you trade you can get something for Poole and Kaminga. You can get an impactful player on their team for for that. So Yeah. All right. There it was. NBA offseason predictions. We got a little wild. I might have to walk back my my Celtics trade one later. But other than that, I'm happy. Other than the Celtics not trading one of those three guys, other than that, I'm really confident. Oh, so you're more confident in Pete Pritchard scoring 15 a game than that previous Yes, year. not even close. Like, way, like twice as confident in Peyton Pritchard scoring 15 a game on a new team compared with the C's keeping those three guards. That's the biggest risk I took today. Um, but, yeah, Peyton Pritchard's a baller. You got, uh, got some Q&A for us on this amazing hard-headed episode 63? Yeah, my Q&A. Are you really damn serious about Peyton Pritchard? <laughs> Can we stop the Pritchard hate? I know, I'm Peyton kidding. Peyton a that good player. Me. When he got good minutes, he was good last year. Come on. That wasn't my – that wasn't actually it. Tyler Hero, baby. All right. Q&A. You're not oh, in this. I might be. I might be wrong on my C's take before the podcast even ends. Uh, Twenty-two God, seconds ago from Shams, from Shams, Celtics, Wizards, Clippers are closing in on trade, sending Porzingis to Boston, Brogdon to LA, and Morris and draft picks to Washington. So before the yeah, podcast we- even over, I'm essentially <laughs> going to be wrong about my Celtics guards take. So good thing I walked it back. We should have totally prefaced this in the beginning of the episode, but by the time y'all are listening to this, it's going to be Thursday. So just know. So, you know, when things like this happen tonight, Wednesday night, and crazy stuff happens, there's probably even going to be more than just this Porzingis deal. We're up. Yeah. It's that time of the year. Things are heating up. So just, just know that. All right, Spinny, this. I don't know how relevant it will be to all of our listeners out there, only Dynasty basketball listeners here. Obviously, we know the Spurs, real life. You're not trading Victor Wembanyama. You're not trading the pick, I should say. And you're going to draft them, right? Dynasty basketball, if you hold the number one pick, are you 100% set on drafting him? 
or you trying to trade it because you know you're going to get an absolute haul in return? Oh, I definitely try to trade it. I definitely try to trade it because the injury risk is still a thing with Victor. We do definitely know that. So I definitely try to trade, especially if I can get if I can get a top ten fantasy player. Like, oof. Like I don't know, man. So so it has to be a top ten player. Yeah, Otherwise you're not considering it. I mean, close. Yeah, pretty close to that. Yeah. I mean, I essentially did that trade in our one fantasy league for Devin Booker. In, into the pick that that uh, that turned into the number one pick, correct? And yeah, it did. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I essentially did this trade for David Booker. You traded, yeah, you traded the pick that became the number one pick. We do a lottery in our in our league for the non playoff teams. That pick became number one pick, and you traded, uh, you acquired Devin Booker by yeah. trading that pick. Yeah. yeah. So. Again, I think I think if you're getting a player of that caliber, it's definitely something to think about. And now, given knowing it's the number one pick, you could probably get Booker and a future or something else too. So, again, I think if you can get a that caliber player, personally, especially in Dynasty, I, I just want to win. Like if I can if I can flip my picks to winning, let's do it. That's what I'm thinking. I'm not yeah. trying to wait, pay my pay my entry fee for how many ever years like we're just we're just trying to win you know trying to win every year Doesn't yeah. Matter. yeah 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 i don't know you gave me a lot to think about because in my other dynasty league that we we started up this year uh i own the number one pick so i'm a little I'm, i've been getting some pretty interesting options to say lay spinny so i'm i might be enticed to trade this also yeah. depends on how win now you are right if you got it oh, i'm going now in this league 100 yeah if you got a decent roster around it like you want to wait like, because Victor's not going to be a fantasy machine for th- two, three years. At least. Like, I'm not saying that even if he's good. Like, what's max for him this year? Like, 18, 19, and 7 or 8 rebounds? Maybe two assists? Like, Yeah, I'd be shocked if he hits – if if he's over 20 points per game. Yeah. I'd be shocked if he even hits 20, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I'd be shocked if he hits 20, and I'd be shocked if he was above 8 rebounds. 15 to 18, I think, is a good Yeah, so, again, that's, you know, if you're trying to win next year in fantasy, that's not a huge help. Not as much of a help as any of those top 10 to 15 guys can be. So, that's how I feel. All right, I'm with you. All right, y'all, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Once again, episode 63, like we've been saying, y'all liked it. Drop comments, likes, subscribe, do it all up. We always appreciate y'all's support. And, as always, we'll see y'all next week. See y'all next week. Hug your friends and family. We love you. Tune in to the NBA draft tonight or tomorrow night, but tonight when you it's see gonna be so talk, excited. Let's check it out. Uh, we might have some fun, hard-headed social media going on during the draft, so check that out too. Yes, sir. Stay oh, tuned. Hold on, hold on, Harry Zidardos. We're not leaving yet. Is it done? I think it's done. We we have breaking news via Shams. Uh, Porzingis is traded to the Celtics. Yep. Porzingis yep. to the Seas, Brogdon to the Clippers, and Morris to the Wizards. Trade is almost is essentially done. So there goes sign, my uh, sign Celtics off take here. Sign off take or grade, I should say, for the deal for your Celtics. C. Really? Yeah, I think you could have got someone better. You probably could have got Aiton for the same thing. I think I'd rather have him than Kristaps, maybe, but I don't know. I don't for love Kristaps. 
for what the C's need, I feel like I agree with that statement. I feel I like just, they need. I just want more superior. of a defender. But yeah. I don't know. It's okay. C, I might come around. Maybe C plus. Somewhere in there. All right. I'll give it a B. All right, y'all. <laughs>